Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of How I Teach with the Language Arts Ladies. I'm Donna Reish, your hostess and your teacher for this broadcast, uh, podcast, videocast. And today I am excited to teach you how I teach 100 plus prepositions with their purpose and by their categories. So I have an exciting new product to share with you today. Just like always, it is one that you can duplicate yourself if you choose not to go to Teachers Pay Teachers and purchase mine. So um, just like always, I want to teach you how I teach it using one of my products, but then also give you ideas. So um, this podcast broadcast is uh, helpful to you, even if you make your own. So um, this is housekeeping time. So let's look at our uh, teacher's notebook. So every week, with each broadcast, you have the opportunity to get a free teacher's notebook. And that is a 15 to 40 page document that has parts of that lesson. Uh, it almost always has enough that you can use it. So, um, you know, if it's an outline, if it's a story writing, it has, you know, the, the conflict and resolution and obstacles lessons, and also the outlining space. If it's a research report, you know, it has the quotation lessons or whatever in it. So this is yours for free and you can get it at the blog, Language Arts Lady blog. And let me go back to that screen real quickly. Um, and it, well, somewhere back here. Anyway, somewhere it tells you how to get this. There you go. All right, so you can get uh, each episode at forward slash how I teach and that will have all 36 episodes after today. And that will have everything you need, like the description, um, the video link, the podcast link, the teacher's notebook link, and so forth. But if you would like to get all 36 of the teacher's notebooks, print them all, put them all in a binder, and have them at your fingertips to teach anytime you want, you can get them all um, in a cumulative packet there at forward slash teacher's notebook. All right. So that. Uh, this, as I said, is the teacher's notebook, but I'm going to head into the PowerPoint and we are going to watch the slideshow while I explain uh, this uh, process, this procedure, this method with one of my products. So um, this is from the Christmas preposition packet. Um, I've been sharing some Christmas packets and Christmas products with you in the last few weeks. And I'm going to continue to do that here for a little bit. And then I have a, um, a planner that I will also share with you. And uh, then we'll get out of Christmas products and back into some regular. But it doesn't matter because whatever I teach, whether it's Christmas-based or history-based or science-based or um, character-based or whatever, uh, it is something that you can use uh, in other ways as well. So you'll see that as we go through here. This is my Christmas preposition packet. And um, it is available at Teachers Pay Teachers. The, the smaller packets, the non-full books, uh, like this is just a, a preposition pack, um, but all like all of the meaningful compositions, character, quality, language arts, and um, write for a month full books are all at Language Arts Lady Store and Character Ink Store. But the smaller products are only right now at Teachers Pay Teachers, and it's free to go there and, and get those. As a matter of fact, I have like six or eight freebies there that you can get uh, without any purchase at all. So, uh, but this is what it looks like uh, 
uh, in the guts of it. And um, that's what the cover looks like. So when I say that we are going to learn about uh, prepositions, I'm uh, in the, with by their purpose and in their categories, that was a mouthful. Um, what I mean by that is that I am going to teach you how I teach prepositions, not just with a song or a rhyme or a list of 30, but instead how I teach them so that your students, our students can learn 100 prepositions or more. And so that you're, um, you have a lot of avenues to teach them and also so that your students know the purpose of them as they learn them. So uh, I have um, one, two, three, three preposition products at my store right now, the Christmas preposition practice, the Beauty and the Beast preposition <clears throat> practice and the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I, <clears throat> let me take a drink. I have a lot of congestion this morning. So, and the new elementary one, Bugs on a Log. And um, all of these have the same uh, thing in common. And that is that they teach prepositions by their um, purpose. And so I do the jingles, I do the mnemonics, I do the rhymes. If you have gotten my um, quizzes, my Think Fast grammar quiz for beginning and my Think Fast grammar quiz for advanced, and I did a couple of broadcasts about those. Um, I'm trying to think of where those are. Um, yeah, I did the advanced one in episode number 29. And um, I'm not sure when I did the beginning one. But at any rate, <clears throat> if you've seen those, you know that uh, those quizzes that I give my students every single week so that they learn their grammar terms, they learn their prepositions, their um, coordinate conjunctions, interjections, subordinators, conjunctive adverbs for the advanced students, uh, noun markers slash articles. Um, trying to think of what else is on that page. Interjections, first subordinators, learn your subordinators, um, coordinating conjunctions. Um, anyway, they learn all of those parts of speech by different methods, rhymes, mnemonics, jingles, songs, uh, the be a helper link verb song for being helping and linking verbs. And so I'm all about whatever way is the easiest way to teach a concept to students, right? The one that is going to, if possible, have the most avenues for learning, you know, so that maybe they have, you know, all three modalities. They have, um, you know, uh, visual, audio, as well as uh, Dexter, Dexter are using their hands and so forth. Um, or, you know, songs and jingles, you know, those stick in their heads, those kind of things. But with prepositions, um, I teach those a little bit differently in that I teach a method that students learn what they do while they learn them. All right, so anybody can, can learn, you know, to recite prepositions, right? We can all learn a jingle, we can all learn a song. You can, my students all learn my Think Fast Grammar Quiz um, every that they take every week, they learn that within you know a couple of months of being in my classes, six, eight, ten weeks, they learn all of those parts of speech because of all the jingles and rhymes and mnemonics and things. I think about a, a child who you know at age two can recite the alphabet, right? And they can do A B C D, you know, they can recite all the alphabet song, but they don't have any idea what they're doing, right? And uh, so that is kind of how what I see is happening when we just learn 
teach prepositions in a list or a song or a jingle or a mnemonic like that. And we don't, and they don't know what they're doing with them. Right. And, you know, some people say, well, we teach them early while they have that good learning ability to memorize and things like that. And then, you know, they'll learn what to do with them later. Um, but I teach from the beginning what they do when it comes to prepositions. So uh, first of all, the reasons that we learn prepositions, number one, they are the beginning of prepositional phrases. Okay, so this is the most common phrase that you'll find in a sentence. And uh, they, in order to learn how to, how to find prepositional phrases, students have to learn a great number of prepositions. And that's another reason why I don't stick with just 30 or 40 prepositions in a song or a jingle or something because um, that's just skimming the surface. As you'll see, as we go through here, there are over 200 prepositions. If you consider multi-word prepositions and uh, prepositions made with uh, more than one word, like within, without, um, uh, uh, in the middle of, and so forth, there's multi, word, compound word type of prepositions. When you consider every word that could ever be a preposition, there are more than 200 of them. So learning 30 of them does not really help them find the most common phrases that will be in their writing because they can only find 30 prepositional phrases out of the 200 possibilities that prepositional phrases are made with. Number two, this is a, a huge reason and that is because prepositional phrases can be mentally eliminated from a sentence in order to get to the bare bones of the sentence. All right, so this is something that I do with my students at least every other week, and that is they mentally remove different distractors in a sentence, starting with prepositional phrases. That's the first distractor that we eliminate. We eliminate prepositional phrases with parentheses uh, so that we are mentally getting them out of our heads so that we can match our subject with our verb. All right, so uh, when I say that we are matching our subject with our verb, uh, I am saying that we are going to understand that if I say the girl, comma, along with all the boys in the class, comma, because that's a drop-in, uh, we don't usually put commas around prepositional phrases, but it, let's not even talk about the punctuation for that. If I say the girl, along with the boys in the class, Everybody is going to say are because boys is closest to the verb. And oftentimes we've been told to use a subject that's closest to the verb, like with coordinating conjunctions and or and or, right? Um, but when students learn from the beginning that that distracts you from matching your subject and your verb, and they learn to put parentheses around that along with the boys in the class, or even along with the boys, they put parentheses around that and then they have the girl and then they say the girl is because that is the proper subject verb agreement in that sentence. The girl along with the boys is coming later. All right, so it, it, it is, not only is it the most common phrase in a sentence, a prepositional phrase, but it is also the biggest distractor in subject verb agreement. All right, and uh, that's for another time, another day. I have a lot of lessons about that coming up. Prepositional phrases are good to use as openers, okay? Uh, especially lengthy ones as they vary sentence structure and rhythm. All right, so learning what they do. So I teach prepositions as, as well as subordinators in what I call check sentences, all right? And so in this case, this particular product, 
has uh, students with, um, first, okay, have students with a, a manipulative, okay, and so does bugs on a log, which is incredibly cute, that's for second, third, and fourth graders, where students put bugs all around a log to learn prepositions, um, but in this case, they're going to use a check sentence, and if a word fits into the check sentence and is not an adverb, so, um, some students will try to put adverbs in and they'll say, Rudolph blew carefully the clouds. It's not really correct, right? Because you'd have an adverb, but you don't have, what, what about the clouds, right? So um, if, it is, if it fits in this check sentence, but it's not an adverb, it is a preposition that shows position. All right, and that is one of the biggest uh, types of prepositions. We have prepositions that show spatial relationships, which, comes with the rhyme preposition, show position. That's the first rhyme they learn about prepositions. And then the other ones show time. All right, so this means that if they get out their little um, house and here you can see this little house, they get out their little house and they um, get out a character, Rudolph, a reindeer, Santa, an elf, an angel, right? They get out their little character and they get out their, their uh, landscape picture of a night sky and they cut out the clouds. Everywhere Rudolph or the angel goes in, around, over, between, beneath, behind, below, away, away from, in, in the middle of, into, out, out, outside, within, without, through, throughout. Everywhere that you put in that sentence, Rudolph flew, the angel flew, Gabriel flew through the clouds, then all of a sudden they can memorize, they can recite like the first day they can recite 20. I mean, that's, it's pretty remarkable. So this product, this preposition practice, uh, Christmas preposition practice book is the same as the Beauty and the Beast and it's the same as my generic one, just my preposition practice book with my, uh, the plane flew, blank the clouds. Um, it is a 90 page book that teaches in all of these ways. So uh, that tells what's all in the appendix. This is, this is a huge, uh, an, I mean, a 98 page book that's just for prepositions is pretty big, right? Has 17 lessons and um, you can do this with anything. With my students in elementary, before I made the um, bugs on a log product, they would bring their, they would bring a tissue tube, a, a toilet paper tube and a little character that could fit in it and they did prepositions using that. And they kept that in a Ziploc bag and they brought it to class each week. And we would practice prepositions with that manipulative, right? Over the tube, under the tube, you know, and they had a little Spider-Man or a little Polly Pocket. And they would say Spidey went through the tube, over the tube, or, or Polly went in the tube, around the tube. And we went around the table and they could recite prepositions using that. Now with bugs on a log, they can do it with their ladybugs and their log um, and have that cut out as a manipulative. And in this book, they have, as I said, a, a night landscape with, um, with the choice of pictures. But this is what this book contains. And this, this is a good order if you are looking for a way to teach prepositions. So when I teach prepositions, as I said, I use the check sentence that uh, the one that's for spatial relationships is the plane flew blank the clouds or uh, you know, the reindeer flew blank the clouds or the plane flew, blank the clouds, or um, 
in the case of Beauty and the Beast, uh, Beauty ran blank the castle in the castle or on the castle through the castle, right? Um, so whatever spatial technique that you are using there, then you add to it these particular preposition uh, lessons so that they are doing both. They're learning them in, with their purpose and they're also learning them by categories. Uh, so the purpose is spatial in this case, um, and we'll get into time in just a second. And the um, category is with the preposition practice pal, all the A's, the A's and the B's, all the, all the vowels and B's, more vowels and B's, more vowels and B's. So we're talking about prepositions that begin with vowels, antonyms, prepositions that are opposite, uh, prepositions that are synonyms, their preposition practice pal, again, with the uh, cutouts and the manipulatives, uh, two or more word prepositions, and then we get into time prepositions. And that check sentence is, um, um, I think what it is for this book, it is Santa, Santa laughed blank the dinner. So he laughed during the dinner, after the dinner, before, you know, through the dinner, throughout the dinner and so forth. Okay, so I'm gonna just walk you through a few of these and how specifically you can teach them again, Make your own manipulative, get your teacher's notebook and get this order and you will be set for your students to learn 100 plus prepositions. I've had students who've learned 180 before. I've had students who've learned more prepositions and challenged me and won because they knew more prepositions than I did. <laughs> I told them it really wasn't that. It was that it was a, a, a boy, a young man who didn't care how he wrote. <laughs> and so he wrote 180 preps and I wrote like 170 in the time because I was um, you know, writing carefully. So I told him I could if we recited them, but since we were writing, I was slower. So anyway, I, I actually told him he won. Okay, so here we go. Uh, this is introducing the preposition practice pal. So again, they're gonna grab their preposition practice pal, whether it's a, a reindeer or, um, I'm not sure why I didn't put that at the beginning of this. I'm gonna go back and show that to you. Okay, here it is. So here is the nightscape and it's a full page and you can do this too, right? You can, or you can do your, the little tissue tube, of course, with a little Lego man or something. But here they cut out, they have little lines to cut out this cloud. So they're in the middle of the clouds, right? Through the cloud, around the clouds, in the clouds, away from the clouds. And they have their choice of um, six characters. Uh, so there's a girl angel, a boy angel, um, Santa, uh, reindeer, and two different elves. So <clears throat> they can pick whatever they want. They cut these out and they use it with theirs. So it helps you to have that visual when we go through these. I'm not sure why I put it in the back. Sorry about that. <clears throat> so let's go back to <clears throat> introducing the preposition practice pal. Whatever their preposition practice pal is, we always start there. Okay, we always start with, um, and you'll see this on the quiz, it, both the, the Think Fast beginning quiz and the Think Fast advanced quiz. Those are both at uh, Teachers Pay Teachers. I think they're only a couple of dollars. Uh, if you want to know the secrets to some of my uh, memorization methods, that's a good, a good place to start too. All right, so they're going to do everything with that manipulative, okay? And then there is a help box. Now this particular, all of my preposition products, except for the bugs on a log, the other three, Beauty and the Beast, the, the plain one, and this one, um, all have a lesson and then a, work, a student worksheet. 
and then a lesson, then a student worksheet, and so forth. And the reason for the the re reason this is laid out like this because this is not how it is in character quality language arts, um, but this is so that brick and mortar school teachers uh, also do not have to print the whole thing. Like they can print the whole thing for themselves and then they just print the worksheets for the students. Um, it's, just, it's just something that I've learned in making things on teachers pay teachers. Uh, I, as a homeschooler, always printed everything <laughs> because school was my life and homeschooling was my life. And, um, you know, I, printed things instead of buying expensive purses. <laughs> it was exactly what I wanted to spend my money on. And so I had that option of printing, you know, everything and then, you know, having it all for me, for my students and myself, but uh, brick and mortar teachers don't always have that option. So that's why it's laid out like this. So here's the lesson introduced in the preposition practice pal. And they have, they, you know, practice with their pal. <clears throat> and then they come along here and get their worksheet. And then they fill in their worksheet. <clears throat> and this is multi-level as well. So all is like the beginning level using this product and extensions are advanced level. So you expect your extension students to know more uh, prepositions than the other ones. All right, so then we do that same thing with the A's. So we're not just learning A prepositions. Now we are learning A prepositions that work with our PAL, that fit into the check sentence that show the reason for prepositions, the position of one thing to another. This, this method is a natural jumping, a natural step into prepositional phrases because after they've learned you know, 20 preps, then I can say, this is a prepositional phrase. It has the preposition and what the preposition is above, what the preposition is around, right? It's above the clouds, it's around the clouds, it's behind the clouds. So we are merging the purpose for prepositions with the categories, right? So I never just teach categories. I never just teach A's and B's and so forth. I teach those categories within the framework of the positions. And so that is how so many prepositions are learned. So here they are doing the A prepositions with the uh, uh, check sentence, angel flew blank the clouds or uh, the reindeer flew blank the clouds, and they, they're ha they have, we have help boxes after each lesson for the teachers. Um, of course, they also have that big appendix that I'm going to show you in just a minute that has all the prepositions listed. And actually, I have a free product. I forgot all about this. I have a free product up right now that goes with this, uh, kind of. It is a free list of all 230 prepositions and then uh, some preposition memory cards that I'll show you in just a minute. So that's a free product at Teachers Pay Teachers. So you can get that if you just look at Language Arts Lady Store under free products. <clears throat> Alrighty, so that's lesson one. Lesson two is A's within that. And then the student worksheet. Um, and then more work without the check sentence, but still using it in their heads mentally. All right, and then we have all those other ones that I told you about in the table of contents. So we go through this whole list up to the antonyms. We go through this whole list with the beginning letters of all the preps. And so my students always learn at least 20 A's because you think about like when I learned them in rhyme or not in rhyme, but like in, in kind of a jingle, you know, aboard, about, above, along, among, amongst, amid, around, at, atop, you know, whatever. How many A's did we learn with that, right? We learned so many A's because there are so many A's as you'll see when you see the master list. All right, so then after doing all the sounds, so the A, the ones that begin with A's, 
the ones that begin with Bs, the ones that begin with, um, uh, I have to put the lessons in front of me, the A's, the A, the ones that begin with other vowels. So I, N, and two, on, on, on two, uh, U, under, underneath, um, A, E, I, O, U, um, O, E. Okay, there are, there are very many E's. All right, so I don't think there are any E's. Um, so then we move into lesson seven, which is antonyms. So these are opposites, okay? So they're going to come along here and they're going to use their check sentence above the clouds, against the clouds, along the clouds and so forth. And then they are going to find opposites. One of the things that I have my students do is they'll write 20 prepositions and they'll say, okay, everybody stop what you're doing and right beside each preposition, write a synonym for it. Okay, right beside each preposition, write an antonym for it. Guess what? If you know one preposition, you know three. And they're just amazed that they can take that list of 20 and they can write, make it into 60. Isn't that remarkable? And all they had to do was list the antonym, list one antonym. So these are all antonyms for each other, below, beneath, under, underneath, above, over, atop, outside, outside of, off, off of, um, below, beneath, underneath. And these are um, antonyms for this particular, how did I do that? There, for this particular um, list, right? For these uh, 30 that they're practicing with verbally. So this, this is verbal practice um, with their character with um, you. All right, and then they have their worksheet and they are going to do opposites here. So above the clouds, they're going to do opposite below the clouds. Beneath the clouds, they're gonna do above. Atop, they're gonna do underneath, right? And these are all opposites. Okay, uh, and then here's their opposite practice, more opposite practice. And then there are a couple lessons of that. And then, then we move into synonyms. Again, we're still using the same framework. We're still using the position because prepositions show position. That's the first. Thing that I teach about prepositions. All right, and so then they're going to do synonyms. It's going to be the same concept as I just showed you in the antonyms. They're going to list prepositions for all of the, the ones that they do with uh, their preposition practice pal. All right, now I'm going to uh, be short on time, but I'm going to talk for a few minutes about the time one, okay? 75, 80, oh, I would say 80% or more, 80 to 85%, okay, we're now 230, probably 90% of the prepositions uh, in, the, in the master list um, are spatial. They show position, all right? But then the other ones are time ones. And the bad thing about time ones is that they can be other things too. They can be adverbs, like um, I thought he was coming beforehand. You know, that is an adverb saying when he's coming, they can be subordinators before they came to class, comma, subordinate clause opener. So the time prepositions are tricky. So uh, we do those a little bit later. And, um, you know, in, when they're finding them in sentences, they're really hard because they can be so many other things. Um, and, and the regular, the spatial prepositions can too, right? Like, uh, I just want to give up, right? Okay, I tell my students, you know what, there's nothing after up. So you can't have a prep unless you have an object. So up is an adverb telling you when you're, how you're going to give. Those are tricky, right? So we don't deal with exceptions right on, <laughs> right in the beginning, right? Because it gets very tricky. But then we use this sentence here. And it's, uh, uh, in, the, um, in the Christmas one, it says Santa laughed blank dinner. 
So if you're not a Santa person, you can use the beauty. And I'm not, I mean, you know, my kids know Santa wasn't real, but you can still, we still laughed about him, I guess. Uh, we, you know, waved at him when we went by him in the mall. It was no big deal. Not, it's just, it's just part of what people do at Christmas. And so Santa laughed like the dinner. All right. And so now we're showing time. All right. So the Beauty and the Beast one is Beast, Beast laughed during dinner, I think. Beast laughed blank dinner. And the plain one, um, it must be the pilot laugh blank dinner. All right. So these show time. All of these show time. All right. <clears throat> now I'm going to get to the appendix and just give you a little rundown on what's there because I don't want this to get over 35 minutes. That is my goal. All right. So when I said that uh, we had uh, a free product, that free product has all of these prepositions listed, all 230 of them. And then it has, oh, it has these cards. And the cards are in the order that they fall in this table of contents. So your kids can have these cards. My, my, my kids have definition dissection cards. They have preposition cards. They have, yeah. So they can, uh, they can, you can give one card per student, they put it in the front of their binder, they pull them out and they can go through. When I use this for my initial testing of prepositions, when they're just learning them, I say, okay, we're gonna get out your card and you're going to do them, do everything that you can do on here. So the card says, um, the plane flew blank the clouds. I think this one says, um, uh, the angel flew blank the clouds or Santa flew blank the clouds, but uh, this is my general one. And then, um, and then A's and then B's and then all vowels and then synonyms, antonyms, synonyms. So the same exact order as they are in the, um, uh, in the table of contents and in the book. All right, so um, this, kind of, this is one of the appendixes. These are the quizzes that I was telling you about. They are separate products also by themselves along with um, the answer keys and stuff. So the, the quizzes are here for prepositions. This is my beginning one. A, opposites, made with other words, synonyms um, uh, with manipulative. Clouds and character, right? Beast castle and character, whatever that is, whatever you wanna use that the little toilet tissue tube and so forth all right so this is the beginning quiz this is the advanced quiz and these are cards so the freebie has these cards and a complete 230 word preposition list for you and that's uh free at my teachers pay teacher store okay so here as a, again is how they use this um, product with the um, city nightscape the the yeah the city nightscape and then the little character that they cut out. And they can alternate if they want to use, you know, different characters at different times. Or if you only want them to use angels, that's fine too. Or if you only want them to use Santa, that's fine too. All right. And then here is the complete appendix F, which has all the prepositions in their entirety. And then the ones by category. So synonyms, antonyms, multi-words, A's, A's and B's, A's, A-E-I-O-U, um, spatial, time all of them. That is a huge appendix uh, right there. My students get this entire appendix at the beginning of each year. We call it their best friend. <laughs> oh my word, they're so sweet. Okay. All right. So that is how I use the preposition practice product. And um, you can get this teacher's notebook, as I said, forward slash how I teach. Uh, if you are not subscribed, you can subscribe to Language Arts Lady blog. Dot com. You get 18 freebies right off the bat, some of which are videos of me teaching your students. So there you go, five videos of me teaching 
the books that are also free in that freebie set. Uh, so you get a free book and free video for each level uh, from second grade to 12th grade of me teaching a writing lesson. So 18 freebies, but once you sign up, then you also get, well, wait, there's more. You also get uh, each weekly um, broadcast in your inbox so that you can grab it and listen to it or watch it. Um, I do recommend that you watch as much as you can on the videos at the blog or at YouTube, um, or uh, at the very least, if you want to listen on the on the podcast on a podcast provider, that you have your teacher's notebook in front of you because then you'll have the visual. All right, so here are some free products related to this product. This product, uh, this is a complete checklist challenge with a video of me teaching it. These are just two writing books for seventh, eighth, and ninth and 10th, 11th, and 12th grades with videos of me teaching it because um, I forgot to put my free preposition uh, list as a free product on this slide. So, all right, and here are a bunch of upper level writing products, okay? So when I, uh, these are, um, what are these? These are, um, yeah, these are four and five, levels three, four, and five. So um, that is, uh, sixth, seventh, sixth grade and up. All right, here are some uh, creative writing products. I realized that I left these on the last time. So sorry about that. All right, so here we have, you can create a class. Um, my, uh, I can teach it if it's writing. My husband can teach it if it is science or um, math or any other subject. Basically, uh, he can teach anything from uh, kindergarten through 12th grade, um, except for uh, trigonometry and calculus, which he could do, but he doesn't want to study it again. <laughs> so create a class, hire a teacher, just hire us for one class, take that off your plate online or live, and then private tutoring for remediation or to use your own students curriculum. So thank you very much for joining me in how I teach. It is a pleasure to share with you each week, and I will see you next week.